Welcome to Something to Tech About Season 3. New for this season, we are offering digital evidence of active learning or deal with it challenges. The more deal with it challenges you accept, the more tools you will have to support your students as they think critically, work collaboratively, stimulate creativity, and practice communicating all 21st century skills. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode five of season three. And today we're going to focus all on Google Sheets. Um, We've talked about it before in other episodes, and maybe you even listened. In season two, episode six, we had a guest, Emily McDonald, share ways that she and her students use Google Sheets in the classroom. But today, you just have to deal with Drew and I. We do not have any special guests. So um, we'll be talking about using Google Sheets from the teacher perspective and have a challenge for you at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as we all know, in education, um, data is is huge it's king it's king (laughs) queen bishop all of them and so we're going to talk a little bit about using google sheets to collect and manage that data because it can be a real benefit in a teacher's time of you know that is you want to save time time. Mm -hmm. there's there's not enough time in the day and believe it or not google sheets can help you gain a little bit back yeah, and I think um, a few people, including me, are often turned off by Google Sheets because you um, all the formulas that you may have to remember or to input to get certain output. Um, this is where Google comes in really handy because a lot of those things are actually built in Mm -hmm. and you just have to find the way to get it out. Yeah, some of my favorite buttons are right at the top there. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Professional development. You can invite Drew and Angie of Something to Tech About for a resource-loaded PD event. Visit our website for more information at www.somethingtotechabout.com. Let's just take, for instance, how many, you know, if I could probably see a show of hands, everybody's hands would go up. Um, the teachers need um, are asked for a report on, I don't know, maybe you know, how many students passed a particular assessment. Right. Um, if you're, you know, keeping those in Google um, Sheets, you can get that report basically with just a few clicks by um, sorting, filtering, formatting, um, using a pivot table. I'm nodding. Y'all can't see me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and all of those are just a couple of clicks away. So let's talk about conditional formatting because I know a lot of times teachers... Um, they love to color code. Yeah, categorize, <laughs> categorize scores yeah. or um, it could be, you know, late, early, you mm-hmm. know, on time or science fair, whatever they're doing, they color code it. So sure. let's, let's talk about some conditional formatting, Angie. I would love to because that does that is a big time saver that I didn't know about really until maybe three or four years ago to be honest with you. Um, but it's possible to create these little rules where if there's a certain piece of data in a cell, then the cell will automatically turn the color that you want it to be. So you mm-hmm. won't have to then go through and say, oh well, that person's got a seventy, that's got a seventy-two, and that's going to get a, a red, and this one's going to get a this. You can go ahead and create a rule ahead of time so that if a certain score is within a cell, then that cell will turn whatever color you want automatically. Mm-hmm. I find that to be incredibly time-saving because 
I don't know about you all, but the more I age, the less focus I have on the eyes and looking at numbers and trying to make all these reports and such. I miss one every once in a while. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. if it's already set as a rule in the conditional formatting, I don't have to think about it. Mm -hmm. Set it up ahead of time and bam, the report's done for me. And if I'm correct, you would we would go to format and condition conditional formatting and this is where Google makes it easy because when you choose conditional formatting, you get to choose whether you're talking about the cells if they have text in it. Yes. Uh, you know, if the text includes, you know, this word, but if you scroll further down, you can see where it's talking numerical as well. So numbers and going back to what Angie said. So like if you want to divide them in low, middle and high scores, you can say um, less than 70, color it red, 70, you know, equal to or greater than 71 would be green or whatever green Mm -hmm. yeah whatever your benchmark was yeah um so i'll just reference what i do Mm -hmm. um in a montessori classroom i have multiple grade levels within each class so just having conditional formatting is helpful looking at a roster right I can set the conditions so that I can see at a glance which one of these students is a first year, second year, or third year at lower elementary or upper elementary. Okay. And I don't have to you know, scan through and try to find their grade level. Mm-hmm. If I color code them with conditional formatting, it's done for me. So I think these, I picked that one, or we talked about that one mainly because I think that can get work for so many different. So many things. Yeah. yeah. And I think if we start there, um, teachers can can see how a little time spent up front creating these conditional formatting rules and, and sorting and stuff like that can save time and then in turn, you know, help with and their... And eye strain. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and make them more productive and um, give them more time um, for instruction within yes. the classroom and not manipulating data. Um, All right. Want to deck out your laptop and show support at the same time? We have stickers. Complete our I Need a Sticker online form at www.somethingtotechabout.com today and stickers will arrive in your mailbox via the postal system very soon. So are you ready to talk about the challenge a little bit then? Sure. This one's a little different because we're not really asking questions. All we're doing is really providing some dummy data, and it's built in a Google Sheet. So, And there's going to be three sheets, notes, challenge, and data. So the notes just are some general notes to keep in mind as you go through the challenge. Um, the challenge is the instructions, okay. I guess. Okay. And then the last sheet within that or tab, I guess. So sheet. Okay. So they click on the tab to add to right. view the sheet. Mm-hmm. Is the dummy data to manipulate, and you're going to be asked to sort, to filter, to create a pivot table, and these are some things that I think many may not know. And we do. Um, I think I do in the in the challenge we mention refer to the help tab <sighs> because. <laughs> It, it's um, very helpful um, for sheets because I refer to it quite often myself. 
Yeah, when in doubt, search Google support for excellent directions. Absolutely. So be sure to go grab your copy of the challenge at somethingtotechabout.com and let us know what you like about it, what you didn't like. <laughs> um, Click the challenge accepted button and you'll get your own copy. Thank you.